This is Brain Diet, episode number 109. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is all about your body. We are talking about how you see it, how you look at it, and why that's important. And especially why that's important in the context of weight loss. Because I think that all of these things, body image, self-image, need to be adequately assessed before embarking on a weight loss journey. Because if those things get shoved under the rug, then both the experience of the weight loss pursuit as well as the results and their sustainability will be drastically different depending on what's happening in your mind around your body, how you look at it, how you feel about it. And so as we begin talking about this, I want you to consider how you feel about your body and your thoughts about your body and your emotions and feelings that are all tied to your body and the way that it looks. Have you ever lost weight or attempted to lose weight to feel better about yourself? Have you ever lost weight to like yourself better? Or have you ever consciously tried to lose weight for other reasons, completely separate from how you feel about yourself? For example, my husband, Ben, who's running a race this summer, 50 miles, is trying to lose a little bit of weight because obviously when you're running 50 miles, it's a little bit easier when you're carrying less weight on your body. (laughs) So for him, it's not a, oh, I'm going to like myself better if I lose weight. It's much more of a strategic decision that, yeah, logically, this makes sense to go about it this way. I want you to consider these questions, like how many times have you tried to lose weight or are you currently trying to lose weight? And what is the main reason why? Of course, exercise and proper nutrition can be highly beneficial for anybody. But I think too often the focus isn't on the benefits of the exercise and the nutrition. It's much more on the weight loss alone. And that's why when people quote unquote fall off the wagon, like they quit the exercise and nutrition pieces because if that's what they really cared about, then they would continue with those pieces even if the weight loss didn't come. Like if you were fueling your body adequately and that really were motivation enough to keep perpetuating those habits, then whatever the scale said wouldn't have as much of an impact. So that's kind of a way to tell is what's the main reason that I want to lose weight? And is it shadowed with the, oh, I just want to be healthier or because I mean, that can be a real reason, obviously. However, I think sometimes it can be overshadowing the true underlying reason, which is I want to do this so that I like myself better, so that I feel more confident and so on. We can be culturally defined by our bodies and our appearance. So it would make sense that we might think I can just fix my appearance and I will feel great based on what we are told culturally. Now, I do want to put a caveat in here that as much as we get societal messaging regarding what is important, 
no matter how much that messaging is in front of us or not in front of us, we are ultimately the ones that get to decide what we want to believe. Like, do we want to value bodies above all else? But what that requires is for you to question in the first place, for you to be self-aware and to pay attention to those messages and say, I'm not even questioning those. And I am just allowing myself to believe that that's what matters. Is that really what I want to believe? And that's part of developing in emotional maturity is being able to get cultural messages and decide on purpose what it is that you want to believe for yourself, what feels best to you. However, as we encounter these messages, if we aren't questioning them, if we're like, oh, everyone tells me that whether it's subliminal or not, everyone tells me that bodies are what matter most, I am not going to question that and I am just going to change my body in order to be more confident or assuming that I will become more confident, more likable if I change my appearance, if I change my body, the external part of me. But who you are, who you are as a human is not your body. Your self, the self part of you that exists in your body is not a body. It is something that exists in a body. Your body is a tool among many others that we have as a person. Like our self exists within us and a body is just a vessel that we utilize to experience the world. I don't want to say that bodies are irrelevant. Of course, bodies are relevant for so many reasons, but we tend to put much more emphasis on them than is useful. If you had a toolkit and you had everything in there that you needed to build something awesome and all you focused on was the hammer, you would miss out on so many other valuable and important pieces that could help you a lot in accomplishing whatever it was that you wanted to build. But this is what we tend to do with our bodies. Like a hammer in a toolkit is extremely useful. It has a lot of uses and is a really great tool to have. However, if we only focus on the hammer, then we put ourselves in a disadvantageous position because we aren't considering the whole picture. We aren't looking at everything as a whole. Your body is simply a tool that your self, your inner self, who you are, utilizes. Who you are, your inherent self, is the part of you that can think about what you think about. It's the part of you that has the ability to observe your thoughts and your actions. Your self, who you are, has the ability to think about what you think about. And for example, have you ever just had like an old memory come out of nowhere and just pop into your brain? And you're like, oh my gosh, where did that come from? The part of you that's able to look at that thought of the memory to look at that image and be like, wow, that's an interesting thing that was just summoned up. I wonder where that came from. That part of you is yourself that's able to look at a function of your brain and observe it. Like, oh my gosh, my brain's doing this. This is really interesting. I wonder why. That part of you that's asking about what it is that your brain is doing, that's yourself, right? It's like in the movie Inside Out when the brain will like send up the same gum commercial and the girl is like why is my brain sending me this gum commercial over and over again like our brains do weird things but the part of us that can see the brain doing weird things or awesome things or anything for that matter is who we are we have the ability to observe the thoughts that we think this is why we are not our thoughts we are not our body and we are not our thoughts because our brain is what conjures thoughts but the part of us that can look at those thoughts that our brain offers us that's who we are now, our, our self, who we are, also has the ability to watch our actions. 
That's the part of you that when you're overeating, that says, I even knew I was doing it and I didn't stop. Like the part of you that just watches that happen, that's the self. That is who you are. You live in a body. You express yourself by way of your body. You experience the world by way of your body. But who you are is separate from your body. So you're not going to feel better about yourself if you manipulate your body because they're two separate things. For example, if you were to say, I want to feel better about myself, so I'm going to make this hammer look different. If you took your toolkit and took your hammer out of there and said, you know, I want to feel better about myself, I'm going to change this hammer. That's essentially what we're doing with our bodies is we are taking two separate things and trying to change one in order to feel differently about the other. Now, if you were to lose weight, maybe Then once the weight was gone, you would give yourself permission to believe that you're more culturally accepted. You'll be like, okay, now that I've lost the weight, I can fully believe that I'm more acceptable. And when you give yourself that permission, it's not the weight loss that's done that. It's just a mental permission to be like, okay, I'm just going to decide now that I can believe this thought that I'm acceptable. But again, it's not because of this body change that you've cultivated. It's just something that you decided to believe, whether conscious or unconscious. How we feel about ourselves, we use our body as one of the points of reference to determine that. If we are trying to figure out if we like ourselves, if we dislike ourselves, if we're lovable, if we're not lovable, all of that, we can look at the body as a point of reference. Many of us use our bodies. We might also use like how many friends we have or how much money we make. We go to these external things to decide How do I want to feel about myself? So then if you are looking to external points of reference to decide how you feel about yourself, if those points of reference change, then your opinion by default would have to change. Oh, if I make less money, then I'm not as worthy. Or if I have fewer friends, then I'm not as lovable. If my body is at this higher weight, then I'm not as acceptable. But all of those things are just individual, neutral, outside pieces of information. They don't define our worth unless we look at them and decide to attach a label to that piece of information. Like, okay, you weigh X amount or you make X amount of dollars. That's just a piece of data. And if you decide to use that as a reason for liking yourself or not liking yourself, it's not because of the data. It's because of you giving it that meaning. The reason that I emphasize this is I want you to consider that all of those external pieces of information have no effect on your worthiness as a self, as a human, as a person. The part of us that can look at our bodies and have a thought about our body and then look at the thought that we're having about our body. Like, let's say you look at your body and you have the thought, oh, it's so ugly. The part of you that can see that thought, that can look at that thought, that part is your self. And that self cannot change in worthiness or value. Nothing can touch the worth that is inherent within you as yourself, who has a body that you use as a tool to experience the world. It can be tempting to change your body in order to like yourself better, to feel more confident because it is right there in front of you. It's a tangible thing and you can see 
concrete change, whether it's weight loss, weight gain. And that can be tempting because it is a little bit more concrete to look at versus this self that we are talking about. This is where I want to offer that it is extremely important that we increase our ability to identify that self a little bit, to take a step back from the thoughts that you are thinking and be curious about those thoughts, be fascinated with them. It is so important to separate you from the thoughts you think. And I feel like I might have mentioned this on the podcast before because this happens to me every once in a while where I will just have days where my brain is really mean to me, right? And I'll sit down and like try to coach myself and look at the thoughts and be like, you know, do I want to believe these things on purpose? And other times I just have to let it run. I just have to let that dialogue go. But I know that those are just sentences. When my brain is telling me horrible things about myself, I just kind of watch them. I let them come and go. I don't do anything about them. I keep going about my day. And that part of me that can see what my brain is doing, that can see all of these horrible, awful thoughts that it's having and not internalize it, that is that self that cannot be tarnished. That's who I really am. My brain and its opinions about me and my body and anything else in my life doesn't have to be relevant if I don't want it to be. So to help develop your ability to identify that self is to separate you from the thoughts you think by looking at those thoughts and being like, man, isn't it interesting that today my brain wants to be so mean to me? Isn't it fascinating that this is what my brain is offering me today, that these are the thoughts that it wants to think today? The more that you can do that, the more separation you can create and you won't be so attached to these opinions that otherwise you might have just assumed were true, were fact. The thoughts that you have about your body are just an opinion and they aren't necessarily true and they have no effect on your value no matter how true they feel. Your self has tools that it uses to express itself and experience the world. Who you are, you have a body and a brain among other tools, right? What happens is you are given external information and then your brain and your body interpret it. So you have a body and it interprets the world through senses, through physical sensation, through what it sees, what it hears, what it smells, um, if it feels pain or hot or cold. That is how the body acts as a tool for us to engage with the world. We also have our brain. Now our brain also will act as a tool in how we experience the world. So your brain will offer thoughts. So let's say you're walking down the street and you see ice. So that's just the external information that's happening in the world. And your brain offers a thought. I might slip on that ice. I better be careful. So when we think that way, we might feel cautious. And that would cause us to engage in the world in such a way where we could thrive. If we are looking at data outside of us and having thoughts that allow us to feel a certain way and show up in a certain way that help us survive, that is how we use the tools that we have to thrive in the world. We use our brain and our body to engage with the world in order to succeed and continue living and not die, right? So we have these tools, but we look at the body and think that it is 
who we are, that our worth is attached to this tool. So then what happens is when we do this, we cling to keeping it the same or to prevent it from changing. Or once we do achieve the change that we want, then that's when we start to cling to it. So if we lose weight, we are clinging to it so much because we believe that we are our bodies, that we almost enjoy our life less because we're so obsessive about not having the scale fluctuate because of what painful things will make it mean. If we are so obsessed with keeping our body looking a certain way or making our body look a certain way, it usually is underlined by the belief that I am my body. And if my body doesn't fit this specific definition, then I am less than, I am not as worthy. But what's happening is that underlying belief is a combining of yourself, who you are, your actual self, and then a tool that that self has. And the combination of those two things can lead us to be so obsessive about not allowing that external part of us to change. But you are housed in this body. You are not your body. You are something that exists in your body. Your body is a tool that you use in the world to not only like survive and thrive for that matter, but also to do like some super awesome things. If you think about the things that we can do with our body and the ways that we can strengthen it and manipulate it and like that you can lift heavy weights or that you can run for a long, like there's so many cool things that we can do with our bodies. So they act as a tool to not only live in the world, but also to enjoy living in the world. We have all of this capability with this tool that I think sometimes goes underused. So your body can change. You can do different things with it. It can act, it can serve different functions as a tool but your worth never changes. You don't judge yourself based on how worn out your hammer gets. In fact, when you look at a hammer that has hammered a lot of nails, I would be inclined at least to look at that and be like, man, that's so awesome. That hammer has probably put up so many pictures and hung up so many other things and built so many things, right? You don't look at a hammer and how it's been used and think that something is wrong with it. You're kind of impressed by all the things that the hammer might have done, or at least that's where I would go. I'd be like, man, good job, hammer. (laughs) Your body is a tool. It exists for you to use as something, not for you to define yourself by. Now, again, I don't necessarily think that we should take our focus completely away from bodies. On the contrary, I think they're amazing. And I think that we can do some super awesome things with them, weight loss included, But if it's coming from this underlying place of I am my body, I will be more confident and like myself better if I change my body. That's where I think it's worth getting into your brain a little bit. That part of you that believes that you will be more confident, that's just your brain. That's not who you are. It's not necessarily a truth that it will be better when your body loses the weight. That's just some belief that your brain picked up somewhere that it decided to keep. But you yourself has the ability to look at that belief and question that. Like, is that really true? Do I want that to be true? Do I want to have to be chasing and maintaining a certain weight in order to like myself better? Because you can actually just decide to not have that be the case. That's your power as a self that exists within this body is to decide. So find ways throughout the day that it might be true that your body is a tool, an amazing one. Like it allows you to move and to run and to bend and to lift and Again, to not only survive, but to thrive, like to do some super awesome things. Look for ways that your body is actually just a tool. And then notice the thoughts that you have about this neutral tool, about these these parts 
bones and muscles and organs and nerves and blood vessels. Those are all just parts. Notice your thoughts that you're having about those neutral parts and just be curious about them. Tap into that self that can watch the slideshow of all of the thoughts that you have about your body and just be like, man, isn't that interesting that this is what my brain has decided to believe about these parts of me, about this tool that I have. Think of your body like a hammer. It's just boring and neutral, but it also can do some awesome stuff. And then decide, how do you want to use this body and what cool things do you want to do with it? Who you are and your worth as a human is not based on your body and what it looks like. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program, where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.